Whether it's raining or not, I don't know. Lekin it's a beautiful morning right here on Spice Radio 1200 AM with the Morning Bus team. Main hu Natasha mere saath hai Mankaran aur Marija. Do din pehle Morning Bus team ko ek email mila from a certain Paul Lewis. I wonder if he's tuned in right now. <laughs> Waise mujhe wo email nahi mila. Major FOMO happened there. Lekin the red flag was ki signature tha hamari station head Shushma ji ka. Now email mein unka personal email pucha gaya tha. Means they asked Mankaran to send her personal email and a request for confidentiality that led me to send a quick sos to the expert who keeps a tab on all these scams and is here today this morning to remind us about what scams we need to watch out for in 2023 with us on the morning buzz better business bureau ki director marketing and communications nisha hothi a very good morning to you nisha Good morning. How are you? Good. Now we should have been really putting all the red flags up for this email, right? Absolutely. So that email is called a phishing email, and uh, and they're very common, very very common. And um, some of the emails are there, right? We get them from different uh, newsletters, from different delivery services, from friends, companies. Everyone emails you these days, and so it's so easy to be duped by a fake email. Scammers are so smart. They copy logos. They copy signatures, like you said. They will pretend. They'll even make a fake email to make it look like it's coming from an official account. You have to be very careful and very mindful on how you look at these emails before you ever send any information. And truthfully, be very, very careful of sending any information via email. You know, I did play like a sleuth and uh, like a old, what would what would we would call Karam Chand, like a detective. <laughs> and I did Google the company that is, you know, you would have a Gmail, uh, mm. the portal. But the 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 portal that was given to us was something that didn't pop up on the internet. I did a search on the Paul guy, Al Al Paul Paul Lewis himself, and well, some very decent looking guys. And I I got one picture. I said, does he look like a scammer to you? But uh, yeah, I mean, I couldn't get more details, so I had to be a little worried about who has sent this email. Now, I also get these weird messages, and so does everyone in this room, uh, saying things like, "Hi, I'm sorry for our meeting, or it's been such a long time, or are you busy?" Now, all from unknown numbers. Now, what yeah. are they driving at? So same, similar, similar things, and that might even happen on social media. Uh, Jimmy today, um, like Instagram or your Facebook, you'll get messages there, and people will say like, "Oh, you know, it's been so long," or uh, something like that. And you're thinking, "Who am I? Who am I forgetting? And who is this?" And and it's okay every once in a while if you want to say like, "Hey, like, who who is this?" But truthfully, these these uh, messages are generally meant to get you to believe that there's someone you know, and then they're going to say, "Oh, you know what? It's been so long. Can you send me your address? I've been meaning to send you something." Can you send me your phone number again? Like, is the this is your best number? Is there another number? Oh, it's been so long. Do you still live on that street? They do this to get more personal information out of you. Um, getting personal information is an easy way to do a number of things. It can be for identity theft. It can be to just steal your packages. And I'll give you an example. Some uh, Christmas time, everyone knows that you're getting more packages, and so it becomes very prevalent that people steal packages right from your doorstep. Or they leave you fake notifications saying you've received a delivery from UPS or Canada Post, and you need to call to pay duty. And then you go and you call the number and you pay duty to get this delivery, and that delivery doesn't show because you know you think, oh, something got sent to me. Oh, I forgot what I ordered. They're very, very smart, and the idea is to just trick you into something that seems very normal. and then make you do something that is giving either money or information 
And if you're too nice a person, really, you don't want uh, George to be late for his meeting. So you will say, hey, I'm not George. You know, this is yeah, Natasha. Exactly. exactly. Right? You're going to send a message and say, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, and they'll, they'll just loop you into a conversation. And so th- the thing is, is that they're all very kind. They're all very friendly. And it, um, or you're not. There's the other email, the messages that you get that say, that they're the CRA and that you owe the money and that you must call and there's a warrant for your arrest and, and they scare you or they try to call you. This is something that's happening a lot too is that elderly um, our, our elderly family are getting messages saying that someone from their family is either in jail or needs parole or is in trouble and they need to be paid, they need money right now. And they'll pretend to be a lawyer, they'll pretend to be the judicial system, they'll pretend to be someone from within the system and saying, oh, you know, they were traveling and something happened, or they got in trouble and something happened. Well, this is not the movies. That's not how, that's not how this works. And so, but people don't know that, and especially our elderly families, they don't know that. So they will, they'll get scared, they'll send money, they'll say, okay, here's my credit card, what do you need? Because they they think they're doing the right thing. And this is where things can get very scary. So how do you circumvent that? I know this was a huge topic of discussion at the end of the year when we were when we heard of these things really kind of, uh, you know, taking up uh, even parents. They would get messages from their children, apparently their children, and say, hey, I'm calling you or messaging you from my friend's mobile. My phone has died out. I'm in trouble. So how do yeah. you kind of verify whether it's, you know, your child really in trouble? You will hit the panic button. Of course, of course you do. So, I mean, one of those things is to be able to call someone back um, and saying, hey, can, can I call, where can I call you? Or where are you? Which, if, if they're genuinely saying that they're either, you know, in a hospital or in a, in, you know, or they've been incarcerated, where are you? Can I, I need to call them. I need to confirm with them. I need to, you know, that type of information so that you can get information from someone else. Because this person, whoever this person is that's trying to be the middleman, Obviously, you need to do your due diligence, and I say this often, is you have to do your due diligence, which means you have to be the detective. You have to be sure that something someone is telling you is true. The Internet is full of lies, right? We, we can't believe everything we read on the Internet, we, and now, similarly, we can't believe everything that is said to us just over the phone. Do you know this person? No. Can you trust this person? Then the answer is no. You have to find out for yourself. And so who can you contact to find out for your sure self? Can you call that, that location? Can you call that hospital? Um, can, you, can you find a different way to verify the information that's being sent to you? And and it's so easy. I don't know how these guys know that I have an Amazon account or I'm a new immigrant. Because I remember when I was in Canada almost five years ago, I would get these CRA scams that, you know, your paper is incomplete or you've done a fraud or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're after you kind of thing. And I'm like, how do they know I'm a new immigrant? Or oh, is it just by chance? Everything. And it's, it's so, social media is part of that. We put a lot of information on our social media. And Tovi, like, you have to be careful. We we put so much information out there. We say we're going on vacation. Well, have you ever taken a picture in front of your house? Did you post your address? Do they know where your house is if you're gone for vacation? You might be giving out way too much information. Um, and then they'll use that against you, too. They can use that information to set your passwords or to reset your passwords. Oh, you know, what's my dog's name? Well, I can find your dog's name because it's on your social media. It becomes very easy for them to find details about your life 
and then be able to say that they know you. Or they'll use those details to, again, pretend that they know you. Hey, how's your dog doing? I haven't seen you in a long time. Are you guys still on blank, blank street? Like, those questions are so easy to ask. How was your trip to blank? Because they saw it on social media. And they'll pretend like they know you. And so it's you have, social media is a big place where we give away a lot of information about ourselves. And sometimes that's the first place to start to monitor what are you sharing. You know, do you have a private account? Who can see your posts? Uh, these security measures are very important. Nisha, you can't see me right now, but my jaw has dropped because when you did mention about, you know, us putting the names of our children, our pet out there on social media and that linking it to the password, I'm guilty as hell for that. So it's time to kind of get that password all, you know, churned out and kind of make a new password for myself. But Nisha, talking about dogs, there are some puppy scams too. I mean, who does that? Oh, puppy scams and kitten scams. It's, it's awful. It is such um, it's so emotional, right? I mean, scammers are using what is important to you to get you into um, a flow, right? So when your emotions are heightened or when you're trying to accomplish something, they want, they're, they're taking advantage of that. Um, Christmas is a great op- excuse for this when you are thinking about buying your child, you know, a new puppy and that's, you're going to give them such an amazing gift and you're, you're doing this, you're going through this experience. But how often do you, do you buy a new kitten or a new puppy? It might be your first time. So you maybe don't know where to start. Uh, often people go to breeders, but you also, people do internet searches. Or they look on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace, and people may be saying, hey, I have a, I have a litter of kittens or I have a litter of puppies, and, and you're thinking, oh, you know, I, I want to go buy them. Well, some people are scamming you to say that they have this, but they've just really posted some random picture or they've copied a breeder's post from another site, and they are reposting it and saying, oh, this is what I have. Now, for you to confirm one of those puppies or kittens, they're saying send a deposit. Or they're saying that they're shipping this, this kitten or, um, from somewhere else or this puppy from somewhere else. And that what, first you would prove it and you say, yeah, okay, great, ship it to me. And then they'll say, oh, I need to get a custom cart to ship it to you. Um, it's, just, it's kind of like a rental, just pay me now and then I'll, I'll send it back to you once uh, the cart comes back to me. And they'll say these things, and you're getting duped out of money, but the, there's no puppy to, have, to come. Mm. And so what we say in those scenarios, too, is, again, you have to do your due diligence. So go and see the puppy. Ask to see the puppy if you can. Uh, maybe that's even a Zoom call. If it is from out of town, find a way to do a video call. Um, you, you, Most breeders want you to go in and see the puppy because they want you to connect with them. They want you to choose someone that fits you in your personality. They want you to be absolutely sure. Um, and it's also an opportunity to ask questions about you know, the dog and how to take care of them or any questions you might have about the breed or their upbringing or their background, their health. Um, most, most people are open for that. The other thing is take the ad that you've, um, you've seen and do a reverse Google search. Um, you can take a picture and you can reverse search and see if it's coming up anywhere else. If that, co- if that ad is coming up in a different state, state, city, town, it's probably been copied. Now, Nisha, what are the top three scams to watch out for this year, if you were to give like a top three? So, I mean, we could talk about the top three from the previous year. We, we've just as we, as we finished the year, we would be wrapping up doing our um, kind of what we call our risk report, right? So in March, we put out a risk report that speaks to the previous year's, um, the previous year's um, 
top scams. And so if I were to give you a breakdown of what are some of the top scams from last year, uh, and, and just assuming that all kind of stays similar, <laughs> similar um, um, expectations, cryptocurrency is a big one. And so that is the idea of buying these online currencies. And so because people don't know much about them, it's very easy to get duped and to be told, hey, um, this is a, a positive or negative cryptocurrency or that someone is an official broker. Um, it's very hard to regulate. There's still a lot that happens in that community. And so um, we, you don't know what you don't know. And part of what you don't know is how to purchase cryptocurrency in a safe and, and appropriate way. And so that's a big one. The other one is online shopping scams. And online shopping scams, um, they, they cross the board with, you know, Internet shopping. It could be um, social media ads. It can be um, – it, it's all of the, the full idea of online shopping. It could be Craigslist. It could be Facebook Marketplace. So all of those places where there's possibility of scams. And the other one um, was – uh, advanced fee loans. So people are saying that they're going to charge you to give you an advance or to give you money in advance, and they are uh, basically being loan sharks, and you're getting caught up in paying extra fees where really they're scamming you. They're, they're going to say they're going to give you something, but they're not. Um, so those are kind of the top three. Other ones that are really common are home improvement scams, so um, construction scams, people who are saying they're going to come fix something in your house, they might start the project, but they don't finish it. Or they take a deposit from you and say they're going to start next month and they don't come. Um, we call them fly-by-night contractors. So these are people who are, are really just trying to make a quick buck and often aren't giving you the best service. And the fifth one is what you talked about right in the beginning here, phishing scams. People pretending to be someone else and phishing for information, getting something out of you, whether it be credit card information or personal information. So Nisha, we've got we've got you being very busy. And if someone wants to put a complaint, I do understand that Better Business Bureau assists them in doing that. So how do they contact you? So there are two ways to contact us. Um, you can contact us through our website at bbb.org to file a complaint if you'd like to put a complaint in for a specific business. Uh, the other is bbb.org slash scam tracker. And our scam tracker is where if you think you've been or where you think you've encountered a potential scam, we want you to report that. Uh, we work really hand-in-hand uh, -hand with other agencies such as the Canadian Anti-Fraud Center and the Competition Bureau to track potential scams and active scams within our communities, and we do that across North America. And so by being a good consumer and sharing your story, we're able to share um, alerts to other consumers and tell them what to be on the lookout for. Wonderful. Nice connecting with you, Nisha. You have a wonderful day ahead and thank you for your time. Thank you so much.